Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Taking away John Brennan's clearance threatens national security. By Emily Dreyfus. In a move that shocked career national security officials, President Trump stripped former CIA Director John Brennan of his security clearance this week and announced he was considering doing so for a host of others. The move so enraged retired Navy Admiral William McRaven, the man who oversaw the killing of Osama bin Laden, that he wrote an op-ed telling Trump to revoke his clearance, too, in solidarity with Brennan. But what the general public might not realize is that cutting off Brennan and others has more than just symbolic cost. It actively weakens national security. Fascinating a subject as it is, the public has little occasion to worry about the intricacies of security clearances. For starters, having them outside of government is more common than you might think. The New York Times reports that 4.1 million people outside the government have a clearance, and 1.3 million private sector employees have top-secret clearance. That's for good reason, especially in the case of someone like Brennan, who has operational knowledge of a lot of ongoing and highly sensitive national security issues that he dealt with in his 25 years at the CIA. Newly appointed CIA Director Gina Haspel would likely have relied on Brennan for his insights into many of those ongoing operations, says Derek Cholet, former Assistant Secretary of Defense for International Security Affairs. My guess is that this is not a happy time for her, because John Brennan is someone she would very much want to lean on, he says. In other words, Brennan's case matters not because it'll have any practical impact on his retired life, but because it's potentially deleterious to the safety of the United States. Let's say there's a major terrorist attack on the U.S. and we're trying to figure out what happened and what to do, Cholet posits. The reason why you have a John Brennan who has a security clearance is because you may want his help in thinking that through. Stripping Brennan of his clearance for overtly political reasons also breaks with the national security community's perceived inoculation from just that. 
The fact that John Brennan continues to have a clearance reflects a long-standing tradition that national security goes beyond politics, and the tight-knit community of national security transcends politics and policy, says R. David Edelman, former director for international cyber policy on the National Security Council. That's been core to the identity of a lot of us who've worked in this space, and that's why I think you hear such concern from so many about the political weaponization of this tool. People have had their security clearance stripped before, but only if they violated their commitment to it by leaking confidential information. No one's accused Brennan of that. His demerit was simply speaking out against the Trump administration. That could further have chilling effects for junior officers, who now have to worry they could lose their clearance for speaking their minds. Though that punitive action may not have a meaningful impact on Brennan's income or retired life, it would be devastating for the intelligence community's rank and file. Maintaining a security clearance qualifies former government staffers for more and higher-paying jobs in the private sector. It's also by no means automatic. A superior needs to recommend that they can keep it to the Department of Defense. Usually that happens if they have some kind of ongoing advisory or consulting relationship with the government that requires clearance. And even that approval doesn't mean access to a fire hose of classified information. Security clearances work on a need-to-know basis. All they indicate is that a person has permission to view information they're cleared for if they need to for their job. There's no all-encompassing database for ex-spies to tap into. Even Brennan would only have been brought in when people needed his input. Moreover, most of those 4.1 million people who have clearances in the private sector never worked for the government in the first place. Rather, they're contractors who work with the government, sometimes side-by-side in a government office, other times at private companies like Rand or Northrop Grumman. They need security clearances to do their jobs. There's an entire website dedicated to careers only open to those with security clearances. For the past 20 years, we've been almost pathologically outsourcing the national security establishment to private companies, says Edelman. On Friday, President Trump said he planned to strip career Justice Department official Bruce Orr of his clearance next. Trump called Orr a disgrace for having had contact in 2016 with Christopher Steele, the former British intelligence officer who compiled the infamous dossier about Trump's ties to Russia. To Cholet, revoking those security clearances for personal retribution is just another instance of the Trump administration bailing on important precedent. It's a norm that may feel good to break in the moment, he says, but it may not be a smart one. Because guess what? All those guys sitting in the administration may not be there forever. Mike Pompeo may be interested in maintaining a clearance once he leaves. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.